0: Love. I got a testimony, I got to tell him what God did, I'm calling God the homie, he took me out of the mosh pit, I will contest the phonies, separate demons and God's kids, I got to spread his word, so I'm going to show you who the God is, the word is my weapon, I move like a general. Hi everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Walk With Me, I'm your host JJ, I'm so glad to have you walking with me today as we walk with Christ. Thank you for downloading and sharing this episode and thank you for all of the uh, visits to my sponsors that I've been seeing and I've been hearing about Uh, the also we have uh, that sponsor with the Templar Chronicles one new players that book is amazing in the fact that it it has actually uh, messages that we need in today's world and it is fiction so it's not like it's not like a documentary or something like that but uh thank you so much for visiting those sponsors thank you for visiting true bars he's a lyricist he is in his uh he's on his journey now to finding god or actually his path to salvation because i always say that god is a loss i and and i'm starting to kind of develop a uh, kind of a way against saying I found God because God wasn't lost. We are. So thank you all for uh, visiting that sponsor and Exquisite Creations. If you have TikTok or social media, um, I think she does have TikTok. I don't have TikTok, but I have my own reasons for that. We're not going to go into it on this podcast. Uh, thank you so much again for listening, downloading, sharing. It's just not about me. It's about you and it's about God. And uh, I just sit here behind the microphone for a couple moments every week. And we talk about this thing we call the Bible and how to apply it to everyday life. All right, so we'd had the, we're gonna continue our walk into the tabernacle of God, the way God had it built, or had Israel to build it. And just to recap, we, we had the entrance to the tabernacle and and how that was set up and how there was only one way in and one way out and that you couldn't see the middle of it or the inner court of it from the outside. There was no windows or anything like that. And then we we went to the part where we had the altar, which was to um, exemplify the sacrifice or the repentance, right? So now we are getting closer to going into the actual tabernacle. And the next step you had to pass and you had to stop at was the laver of water, the laver of water. Some people pronounce it laver, some people pronounce it laver. I'm just going to say the wash bucket, even though that's not what it is. And the Bible it's called laver, so I'm just kind of breaking it down a little bit. So this, this basin of water is it points to a cleansing element. You've you've gone into the outer court, you've, you've done a sacrifice and your hands have the blood on them and you, you've got blood on you, but now you have to be cleansed. And so you have that cleansing element there. And remember now you're still on your way in, all the way in, the same way we are on our way into the body of Christ. So you, you pass your, sacrifice your altar sacrifice you get to the labor of water and in exodus 30 and 21 it, it says so they shall wash their hands and their feet that they die not and it shall be a statute forever to them even to him and to his seed throughout their generation this was not just a suggestion you know we 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 have commercials and stuff like that wash your hands to prevent disease spread and wash your hands when you use the bathroom and it can be either a suggestion or a recommendation or a very strong recommendation depending on if your parents are telling you. But no. This was a statute. This was a law that you so that you did not die. And this death is also symbolic. But we'll talk about that in a moment. So you had to make sure that you were washed in that flavor of water and anyone that went in there had to, had to go through a purification process. Um, and so in in the new Testament, this is exemplified by acts two and 38 and Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy ghost. This is where you have, when we talked about it before, where you have the entering, the sacrifice, the cleansing, and getting to the inner presence of God. Um, and in First John, John 1 and 7, 1 John 1 and 7, if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin, right? So when we are baptized, when you're going, Uh, Just like when you go through that layer of water, you get yourself all cleansed up, cleansed up is baptism. When we are baptized, we are cleansed and washed, have our sins washed away. The blood covers the sin. The water washes it away. I I hope that makes a little bit more sense because he would say, oh, my sins are under the blood. Well, you can't go into the mercy seat with the blood still on you because the, the sin is still there. It's just covered by the blood. And the blood is still there. All right. So, and this is to symbolize and let us know that without going through that labor of water, without going through that baptism process, we can't get in. And if we can't get into the holiest of holies, then we are not saved in the New Testament. So, without baptism, we are not saved. There, there is no come and say a couple words and then walk away and that you, you, you're, you're saved. I know we say these things, but the Bible clearly has set a precedent and a pattern for us. Mark 16, 16. Well, actually, actually let me go back to Acts 22 and 16, because we're going to still talk about this baptism and why tear is, and now why tear yourself? Arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins Remember the, the blood covers the sin The water washes it away Calling on the name of the Lord That's the rest of that verse uh, Wash away thy sins calling on the name of the Lord So that lets us know that without that baptism Again we are not saved He that is believed believeth And is baptized Shall be saved Now wait a minute We have a lot of people going around and, you know, I was of that thought process. All you have to do is believe. Well, if I if I tell you to do something and you believe the thing that I say, you will go and do the thing. Like we listen to doctors all the time. If you exercise, you'll be healthier. Well, if you believe the doctor, then your next logical course of action is you go and do some exercise. You don't have to be much. You don't have to be a bodybuilder. You just go and do some exercise. And then if you're like me, then you kind of let the motivation wash off and then you're back to the square of one. But this is a real belief here. If you believe in Jesus, you believe what he says, then you're going to do the thing that he said to do. And he's saying, be baptized. And it's uh, 1 Peter 3 21. The like figure were unto even baptism does also now save us not putting not the putting away of the filth of the flesh but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ now there's a lot to unpack in that scripture alone repentance is the first thing repentance is the putting away of the filth of the flesh that's repentance that is the sacrifice that is the death that is your your, your death, your spiritual death When you are to be reborn But without going through that entire process You're not reborn, you just died You just had a spiritual death I, I see a lot and um, I, I watched this guy And this guy, he really wanted the Holy Ghost really bad He did, he wanted the Holy Ghost really bad And he came this is when I was in Kansas, he came every day to church. We had a revival. It's like a five week revival. Oof! And he came every single day and he repented and he cried and he snotted and he slobbered and and he got up and he went right out. And the very next day he came back and he repented and he cried and he slobbered and Nothing happened. He got up and he walked out. This happened for about three, four, five, six days, I think. Services, because then we had services three days a week, and and he came in and he did this every single day. And I had a, I had a another brother said, "Hey, did you have you been baptized?" And the guy said, "Yeah, I was baptized when I was a kid." And he said, "How was you baptized? Same way everybody else is baptized." Name of Father, Son, the Holy Ghost. And we all just kind of looked at each other and we said, hmm, so what is his name? He said, the name of Father, Son, the Holy Ghost. I said, so what is his name? <laughs> so, and we just kind of went around in circles. Like, what is his name? And he finally said, well, Jesus. I said, well, did you get baptized? Or this was the other guy said, did you get baptized in Jesus' name? He said, no, the name of Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. So he, we re- literally took him around to the baptism because you had to go you had to leave the sanctuary a little bit and you had to go around to the back of the pulpit stand where the baptism was and and no sooner he went down in that water and came back he was speaking in tongues and it was the most glorious infilling of the Holy Ghost I I think I've seen you know on on the external side it's just wonderful watching that happen so and he believed he did, but he was not baptized. So, this is a this is you have to follow it through, you have to follow it through. So, um, in the New Testament, the experience of the salvation, repentance comes first, like we were talking about, which is a death to sin. This is a spiritual death to sin, a fleshly death, not going somewhere and and drinking kool-aid and and dying this is just a a spiritual death that you are turning your back on the world to sin to immorality to other things that you know that is not christ like this is what repentance means it literally just means i'm going to turn my back on that thing i'm going to turn my back on the old life you don't have to repent of every single thing oh my god when i was six years old i told a lie about stealing jelly beans you don't have to do that you don't have to do that. You you all you're saying is God, listen, I, I've done a lot of dumb stuff, a lot of bad stuff in my life. And I'm I'm sorry, and I wanna stop doing that. Okay, and that is a that is is a pretty good repentance. And it's not about saying it exactly that same way. You're gonna say it the way your spirit leads you to say it. And sometimes it may take um, a few times, get it all out. But his repentance is in is imperative. Then the next step is the baptism, which is imperative. Now, how does that go back to what we were talking about when uh, we were talking about being saved? Romans six three and four. Now, again, I got to stop here for station identification. If you we have a scripture here. Make sure you read a verse above, a verse below, but preferably the whole chapter. Romans 6, 3 and 4. Know you not that so many of us, as were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized unto his death? Therefore, we are buried by baptism unto death. Then as, like Christ, was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we shall walk in the newness of life. Now, That sounds like a whole bunch of mumble jumble, And I get it. I do. I get it. But when we're talking about being baptized into Jesus Christ and baptized unto his death, it was the flesh that had to die. We hear, um, we read a a lot about the baptism, especially this time of year. We read about it and we say, well, and we get to this one part where Jesus said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The, the the issue is the reason why Jesus said that is because the Spirit of God had to lift from the flesh so that the flesh could die, and this is the same thing that we go through when we repent, and I mean it, it literally, it it literally feels like yo you are pouring your heart and your soul out. I mean people sweat, and they, they oh they they bawl and they cry and they the conscience is just is is just turned upside down, and that being repentance and this is a, a form of death so then when you are baptized you're it's a form of burial it's um it's, it's a symbolic thing but it's imperative is does god demanded it that way and when you come up out of there you are raised up you're resurrected in the newness of life and that's what death burial and resurrection is but that is symbolized in you in the Old Testament in the tabernacle of coming into the outer court, having this the altar of sacrifice there, and going through the labor. Now, we're going to talk about what happens after that because after that, we have the Holy, the holiest of holies, which is a whole different thing. And this is where we actually come into the Spirit of Christ in the New Testament. Back then, Spirit of God spirit of Jehovah spirit of, um, and I don't like using other words, but t- just to keep it simple, this is the spirit of God, spirit of God. Okay. Thank you so much for t- taking your time and spending with us today, walking in the Lord, walking in the Bible here again. My name is JJ. I'm your host for this podcast. Walk with me, like it, share it, download it, whatever options you have on the platform that you are listening to us on. I appreciate it. I really do. Tell it to someone else. You may actually be helping them as well. Check on them. Make sure you give them your love. Give them our love. Because we are a family of walkers here, and I really do appreciate it. Thank God for each and every one of you. I love you all. God bless you. Yeah. Ah. Uh. See, I do it for Jesus. Jesus. Everything I've been do, give me your reason. Me your reason. I got this spread of the words of a genius. Everybody needs to know who the leader. Who the leader. See, I do it for Jesus. Jesus. Everything I've been do, give me your reason.